0: Consume and show news today that's largely rooted in social media outlets a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online from the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute we're joined by erica good morning good morning yeah. all right so this is a story that has engulfed all of my social media and frankly mm-hmm. speaking major headlines i mean just the fact that these kinds of tours are offered i think shocked most of us yeah that, that was readily available and of course the missing submersible. So let's get the latest. Yeah. So I'm sure everybody knows Mm-mm. by now the backstory. That, yeah. Yes, exactly.
1: So the, this uh, this sub merciful Mm. it's not even a submarine
0: it's really small compact to say the least so we can't even classify it as a submarine can we
1: it basically cannot go out into the deep sea alone it has to be carried on a mothership yep yep and uh it's been missing since Mm. sunday Mm. and uh you know it was on a trip to view the wreckage of the sunken Titanic. Mm. And uh, yeah, so they've been searching for this tiny little uh, submersible. Mm. And uh, yesterday there was some new development. Mm. So, crews searching for this missing sub heard what they described as banging sounds mm. at 30 minute intervals yesterday. Okay. And then, after additional sonar devices were deployed, banging noises were still heard. Mm. And uh, this This is according to a U.S. government internal memo. Uh, It was unclear at exactly what time this banging was heard, and it also remains uncertain whether the sounds... Originated
0: from the missing vessel carrying five individuals. So in the deep sea, Mm. I mean, take into account, it's really hard to get the accurate information. They find leads Mm -hmm. and then they send essentially more troops, more devices to make sure that the sound is coming from the missing submersible. Now, the the thing is, the development got everyone's hope skyrocketing. And, you know, there were actually expert analysis pointing to the possibility that it could be coming from that missing vessel in the first place. But it does make us think that time really is against uh, those who are still surviving inside. Exactly. Um, David Gallo, who Mm -hmm. is an American oceanographer who co-led
1: an expedition to map the Titanic Mm -hmm. wreckage, Uh, One of his friends is in this sub that is Mm -hmm. currently missing. He emphasized the urgency of the situation. They're literally fighting against time. Um, This is what he said. Quote, time is of the essence because once you have an area where you know that the bangs are coming from, you need to get assets there. Mm whatever that might be, submarines, Mm. robots, over that spot to investigate. He said
0: there's no time to sit and analyze. That's right, because once you've analyzed it, it might be too late to get, let's say, for example, submarines down there to essentially pull the missing vessel up to the shore. Yes, that's right. And uh, that's that's
1: going to be a tricky operation indeed. Even if they find this missing Mm. uh, submersible, uh, it's going to take a lot of time to actually, you know, conduct
0: the, the rescue operation. So the Ocean, can type, ocean Gate Titan mm-hmm. excuse me, submersible disappeared during its descent to the Titanic wreckage in the North Atlantic Ocean on Sunday, you said, right? Yeah. eighteenth. it went off the radar approximately one
1: hour and 45 minutes mm. into its planned uh, journey. Uh, the submersible uh, is now only has a few hours of oxygen remaining. Um, circumstances surrounding its disappearance still remain unclear. Mm-hmm. A potential scenarios. This is according to experts and news reports include power loss, entanglement with a piece of the Titanic, or even an implosion mm-hmm. resulting from structural flaws in the submersible.
0: Can we talk about a detail that has emerged since? Yeah, so a former employee of OceanGate
1: warned back in 2018 that the sub's safety could be compromised by what he described as poor quality control and safety protocols and And uh, paying passengers would not be aware of that. Mm. Uh, The same employee alleged that he was wrongfully terminated after raising these concerns about the company's refusal to conduct critical, non-destructive testing of the experimental design of the Titan.
0: It may be too early for us to talk about uh, who's responsible for maybe not conducting safety uh, quality checks. Um, I mean, a former employee sounded the alarm years ago, Mm. so has anything been done since? However, in the meantime, it's probably more important to talk about saving the human lives, right? That's right. Uh, The discovery of that very uh, 30-minute interval banging sounds opens it opens up the possibility that the passengers may still be surviving. Yep. It's prompted search efforts to be intensified. Yeah.
1: You know, based on uh, this morning's latest news reports, I, I heard that the search area has now expanded mm. to twice the size of the state of Connecticut. Okay. Yes. So literally Maybe even before, should... it was pretty expansive, yep. and they've expanded from there further on. Okay, That's right. Mm. Um, you know, mm. the conditions of the passengers, uh, you know, you know, I've been thinking a lot about what it must might be down there. Um, you know, experts have said that uh, this vessel would probably be extremely still as well as the passengers. It's probably really cold down there yeah. if there is a power failure. It's probably dark. Yeah, it's dark. It's completely dark. Inside uh, there would be condensation from breath. Uh, accumulating on the cold hull, uh, the the space is really confined. Mm-hmm. You know, there are no seats that would restrict movement. Uh, this could potentially lead to numbness and cramping mm-hmm. in the limbs. And uh, you know, experts say maintaining composure mm-hmm. and avoiding panic would be absolutely crucial for the passengers to conserve uh, their very limited air supply now uh, under these
0: extremely challenging circumstances. I must say, that's more easily said than done. Yep, imagine the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Alright, so if we get any updates on the rescue yep. efforts, of course, listeners, you'll be the first ones to know that's the latest. Let's move on to our second buzzword of the day. So, of course, shopping is a pretty big buzzword in the tourism sector in yep. South Korea, and even for locals, it's a big thing. In fact, we have lots of dedicated channels that's where right. you can directly buy things off of TV, essentially, mm-hmm. and YouTube Korea has noticed. In fact, the streaming giant decided maybe Korea is a good place to do a test <laughs> run, yeah. and here we are. YouTube Korea
1: is launched launching uh, a shopping channel for live commerce later this month on June 30th the channel is going to provide a live commerce platform to companies it also plans to live stream shopping content with around 30 brands at launch Mm. and this is the first time YouTube is opening
0: an official shopping channel in any country in the world does any other soul lights feel a little bit uncomfortable with the idea they decided we're the market It's actually quite not surprising at all. YouTube mm. is one of the world's top social platforms. They want to stay relevant. It's yeah. up, to, up you know, with the times, essentially. And the demand is here. Yes, exactly. Now, based on its global
1: advertising audience reach numbers, as of April 23rd, uh, YouTube has at least 2.5 billion users around the world. Um, by country, India, the U.S. and Brazil are the top three mm. YouTube users in the world. Back in 2018, South Korea ranked number one, but it's no longer in the top. 10, South Korea currently has 46 million mm. active YouTube users. Um, 45 to 54-year-olds in Korea were the largest group uh, at 61%. And that age bracket was followed by those in the 18 to 24 uh, age bracket at 57%. Is anyone surprised all
0: surprised by those numbers? Because I think I simplify the narrative just mm. to better understand how do we get news? How do we get information? Yeah. And I just group that the younger generation is all about Different social media outlets, mm-hmm. including streaming giants, and then the older generation yeah. get their news through the newspaper. <laughs> That's right, but you know the the figure shows you otherwise, right? Otherwise, yeah. and it, it, it makes us rethink mm-hmm. perhaps these myths that we've created to oversimplify narratives. That's right. You know,
1: last year YouTube rolled out a new shopping tab in its Explore section. <laughs> uh, the feature allows uh, eligible creators mm. to tag products mm. in their live streams or list products under their videos, and viewers can purchase Mm. those products. Um, Yeah, I mean, all of this is very still, you know... Nascent. It's still very in its early stages, right? but the company says it's seeing a lot of potential yeah. and that the platform is making it easier for people to shop from the creators' brands and the content
0: they love. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, have you ever watched some, watch for something online or even through these movies mm-hmm. and TV shows and think, ooh, I want that shirt. And if I can just click on that shirt and yep. it sends me straight into a shopping site, That's right. it would be made... All too simple. Mm-hmm. Do you think if it, if we don't do the search for it anymore, it takes away the joy? Imagine that conversation. You know what? I think so. Sometimes. For me, at least, sometimes it's about the process, yeah. the hunt, um, the search itself, where you obtain knowledge about how the clothes is made, who made it, and whatnot. You know what? Actually, you make a really good point there because I
1: love searching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love looking through uh, products,
0: perusing. Yes, exactly.
1: And then I put it in the shopping cart, mm. and then I, I give myself at least a, a few hours, or maybe a day, and I then give I give myself days, and then I go back, and then yeah. like, oh, okay. I don't want this anymore.
0: See what I mean? This entire process, and everyone has their process, and I'm not trying to undermine one Mm -hmm. over the other, but the idea is when something comes to you so easily, we don't like it anymore. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not to rain all over YouTube Korea's parade, but just, uh, you know, food for thought. All right, on to our final story today. So yesterday, turns out, was not only the International (laughs) Day of Yoga, but it was also International, I'm sorry, World Giraffe Day. Yeah. We literally have a day to celebrate everything. All things good. I mean, giraffes are good. Uh, giraffes are wonderful. I yeah. mean, they look so strange to me. I mean, they're the closest thing to dinosaurs. Um, they uh, look like they're, they're super long they... necks. Yes. You know that yes. uh,
1: our producer's favorite animal in the world
0: is giraffes. It's hard for me to ignore it. It was her main picture on her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yesterday was World Giraffe Day
1: mm-hmm. and uh, Everland released uh, the name and photo of the recently born baby giraffe Maru in Lost Valley, which is the park. Park's Ecological
0: Safari. And let's be honest, baby animals are just all cute. It makes you feel warm and fussy and sometimes that's all we need. That's right. This is the first time the information was shared on their social media platforms, including Instagram and YouTube. So they get a lot of buzz. That's right.
1: So Maru is a male baby giraffe. Uh, He was born to his father, Seven, who was born in 2007, and his mother, Hanul, Hanul, born in 2009. And uh, yeah, Maru was born on May 29th, uh, just over 20 days old now. Mm. He's really healthy. Mm-hmm. Stands at a height of over two meters. Imagine that. He's a baby, but he's way taller than I us. I was going to say, 20 <laughs> days
0: young, two meters. Isn't you're that photo going... just so adorable? It almost looks fake to yeah, me. Yeah, right? Look, look how stern this male baby <laughs> giraffe stands.
1: Oh, so <laughs> cute. Anyways, uh, the name Maru is a pure Korean word that means sky. Mm. The name was actually chosen mm. with the participation of a uh, 860 customers Mm. at the Everland Zoo Neighbor Cafe Zootopia Mm -hmm. over a long weekend period starting from June 12th. Um, I have a question for you. Do you know why June 21st? was designated as World Draft Day. Let's ask our listeners
0: that question as well. June 21st. Yeah. 0621. 0621. Does that mean something? Can we flip it on it? <laughs> Does it spell out something? Uh,
1: <laughs> yesterday, by the way, was uh, the summer solstice. And that's a clue.
0: The longest summer day of it. Yeah, uh, long necks. You're yeah. kidding?
1: No. <laughs> I'm Either dead serious.
0: That's, that's so clever or so <laughs> confusing. The fact that we had to explain it. But, yeah. but, but now I can never forget. So maybe right? it's working. Sadly,
1: the population <laughs> of wild giraffes uh. has dwindled to approximately
0: 80,000 worldwide. Okay, so usually these animal days Mm. are designated to raise awareness about depleting population in the Mm -hmm. wild. So there you have it. Happy belated giraffe day. (laughs) To you too. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input.